Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Everyone has... Mike has been put on the IR five days, I believe, on the IR. So they they went to the right-hander, brought in the reliever, and here I sit here for the next two hours as we'll get you up to speed on what was a great Friday night of high school football here in the area. Also want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by, along with your local pick-and-save stores, MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com and Ideal logos and with that let's bring in the co-host of said show ryan mcmillan the ad out at muskego high school ryan how you doing this morning hey don i'm doing really well it uh it's a great day our campus is uh packed with our swim team cross country team soccer team and youth football all over the place so it uh it's a busy morning but it's awesome Ryan, let me diverge just for a quick sec before we get into some of the games from last night and you talk about how the campus is bustling a little bit. As much work as it is, and I don't know if people understand, especially from the athletic director side and all of the components that you have to have in place, it does have to feel pretty good to be busy right now and seeing the campus come alive after what we went through last year. Oh, absolutely. Without a doubt. I wouldn't have it any other way. And, uh, our community's, uh, moving and grooving and people are enjoying themselves and the smiles on kids' faces because they're competing and, and doing what they did. And we did that last year. You know, we just had a lot more restrictions and, and other guidelines and unknowns, right? And so there's right. a kind of overarching stress there. And this year, people with vaccines and some of the things that we've done moving forward, uh, people are in a pretty good place down here. That, that's a, that's an awesome an awesome sign moving forward as the school year academically will get up and running here pretty quickly. But to know that the student athletes are back on campus and doing all the things that you just mentioned. So Ryan, let's get to some of the games from yesterday, and there were a number of potential headlines that we could go through as Muskego actually on Thursday night gets, I believe, number 39 in a row in a big win as they took care of business 52-14. to Tosa West gets another win last night as their offense continues to roll. McGuanago 
crushes Whitefish Bay, Franklin over Fond du Lac, Oak Creek shuts out Waterford again. The headlines continue down. But for me, the game of the night last night was that Homestead-Arrowhead matchup in which Homestead beat Arrowhead 15-14 to on a game that really went down to the wire. Were you surprised with the transition that's going on with the fact that Dave Keel, you know, had stepped aside, has retired, and there, there's always a little bit of a transition period when you change coaches, and yet this Homestead team looks like it's not missing a beat. No, and, and Coach Zortman um, and the crew up there in Homestead is extremely committed to uh, that program, and they got a great deal of respect and uh, pride in, in what Coach Keel has done, and they worked with Coach Keel for many years. And I think, yes, there's always a little transition, and I think the transition probably happened more last year in talking to those guys at our scrimmage this year because we were fortunate to be able to scrimmage Homestead and uh, it sounds like they they kind of have their um, ducks in a row this year and, and yeah. know each other well, and communication is much better than it was, and obviously the world's much better than it was sure. a year ago today. And and because of that, I think you're starting to see them uh, do what Homestead does, and that's uh, go out and win football games. Even from your perspective in the administrative role, how important is it to have a coach like Coach Keel kind of notify people, kind of give people the heads up that, listen, I think after this season I'm going to be moving on and begin that transition process, as you were stating there, almost a year in advance. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Coach Keel has a great deal of pride in his program as well. And those that really care about the community and about the student-athletes and the school in general We'll do that and usually plant that seed a year or two ahead of time and start to organize who the successors uh, may or may not be and then try to work with administration to make sure uh, the place is left in a, in a good spot and allow people to continue success. Because the last thing you want to see is you put 30 years of sweat equity into a, into a <laughs> program and then you just pull the plug on it and turn it over to, to somebody that, that nobody knows and um, – you know, they might not know the community as well, and everybody has their own little quirks, and, and knowing those quirks a lot of times leads to success in certain places, and um, helping helping streamline that is greatly appreciated by the families and everybody else. So it, uh, good work by Coach Keel and good work by Coach Dortman and the staff taking the torch and running with it. Well, I think that's a, a true identification of what a leader is in, in preparing for that transition, not necessarily looking at, you know, spotlights on me, and when I leave, watch this thing dissipate. It's about making sure that transition goes, as you just described, as smooth as possible so that the legacy, in essence, can continue. Uh, another game I want to look at is the Tosa West, um, Waukesha West game, excuse me. Waukesha, Waukesha West falls to Tosa 46 31. And yet it's two weeks in a row, Ryan, where Wauwatosa has really offensively been able to put up some points, almost indoor football-like points. Yeah, it, it sounds like they got some explosive athletes over there, and they're executing at a high level. I mean, they're, they're scoring points in every quarter. It really doesn't slow down, you know, double-digit points in every quarter, and they're they're moving the needle for sure in their favor and, and – I think they're counting their blessings too that the weather's played uh played into their favor and hopefully they can keep going and, and keep executing as 
as the seasons change and um, people start uh, scouting you and, and, and getting hopefully better plans, right, or yeah. or perceived to be better plans right. as, they, right. as you start to ID personnel and things like that. But um, something tells me they're going to have a successful year and this, this uh, machine is going to keep rolling. Yeah, it, I – I hate to say it's surprising because you never know from year to year how kids will develop and, and how they implement whatever their offensive strategy in this case will be. But I've been pleasantly surprised in seeing what Tosa West has done two weeks into uh, this season so far. Very, very short uh, uh, scan of events here to, to work off of. But, yeah, so far at least it's it's been well. Another game last night was Franklin over Fond du Lac, 39-13. to And Franklin really has gotten themselves off to a great start in their non-conference schedule. And, and this is a Franklin team that's really played two respected teams from throughout the state. And I'm not quite sure, at least at this point, Ryan, if outside of, let's say, southeastern Wisconsin, how many people around the state know what Franklin is in the process of doing as they continue to build that program over there. Yeah. You know, sitting really close to Franklin, only about eight, nine miles away from them. You know, we, we've heard the buzz kind of all off season and whatnot on what they, they could have been last year when they had their end of the season and, and playoff um, run, if you will, kind of stripped of them due to uh, the pandemic and whatnot. And, and so they're hungry, and they are as advertised as you kind of see. And it's it's led by a group of seniors over there. And, and Coach Brown alluded to it on the TV last night about what Franklin goes as the seniors go. And uh, there's a little bit of um, adversity in that game last night where Fra- uh, Fond du Lac got the momentum coming out of half, and they were starting to close in. I think it was 13 to 23 or 13 to 26 at the time, and. Uh, Fond du Lac was driving again, and all of a sudden one of those seniors stepped up, I believe it was their senior safety, and got an interception and returned it. And then uh, the senior quarterback and that offense came out and took over from there and, and created the separation that Fondy couldn't close and rolled to another big win. How important are these non-conference wins early on in the season as far as how the perception goes from around the area? Well, I think it helps you in a seating meeting um, down the road, especially those that have maybe perceived weaker conferences or not as strong of a conference schedule, and then you go out and you schedule strong non-conference. I think that helps a lot from that uh, standpoint in terms of getting votes in a seating meeting. But I think the biggest piece is just getting yourself off on the right foot and, and finding continuity early and, and figuring out your identity as you get into conference play, because as you know, conference play is really where it counts and that's what's going to calculate you getting into the playoffs or not. And I think that's what you got to use non-conference for is really finding your identity and figuring out who are you and, uh, get ready for your opponents that uh, know you very well over the years, but again, trying to match your personnel to your identity and, and trying to uh, move the pendulum, if you will, and, and prepare to win. Yeah, fair enough. Another game last night, Oak Creek, they take down Waterford and shut them out 35 to nothing. And the one thing about Oak Creek is the young man at quarterback, a sophomore, Cade Palkowski, Got a chance to watch him as a freshman and was just astounded 
by the level of play he possessed as a freshman and to think that counting this year, he'll have three more years under center running that Oak Creek program. Oak Creek is once again suddenly a very scary program here in southeastern Wisconsin. Yeah, Oak Creek's legit. I think they are going to be right at the top of that Southeast Conference with uh, the team we just mentioned in Franklin, and uh, Cade's going to have to play to the level of uh, you know the other quarterback on the other side at, at some point here. And he had three touchdowns last night over Waterford, and um, you know quarterback rating over a hundred, and he's doing a great job as a young kid leading that leading that team over there, and they're playing opportunistic defense and. Um, what Oak Creek has done in the last three years has been, um, I wouldn't say remarkable, but very respectable in kind of getting their identity back and kind of rebuilding that program. Yeah, um, within that transition, as we were talking about transitions before. This one, you hate to say it took a while because sometimes things evolve at a different pace, but I think, Ryan, you're absolutely right. The transition in coaching staffs and re-identifying their brand of football we're starting to see the outcomes of that right now. Yes, no doubt. And that's where you're starting to see uh, kids be successful and kids play fast and, and make plays where it, it seems like the kids aren't even thinking out there. They're just having fun. And that's when you know your program has a strong identity and kids understand who you are and you've done a good job teaching it. And then they can just go play and uh, showcase their talents. Ryan, you've actually, oh, you, you know this, I'm saying this, but playing the game, coaching the game. When you have a young quarterback like Cade under center, how important is it to kind of slow things down because not only you want the game to slow down, don't get me wrong, but when people like us start talking about you at a young age, sometimes that hype can get in the middle of what you're trying to do on the field. How do you go about making sure a young athlete like this even though he's a sophomore now, you know, still stays within what are the confines of what you're trying to do offensively? I think as a coach, you lean on your seniors that are around that young quarterback and, and specifically your senior leaders and, and the voices, the strongest voices on that side of the ball to keep that young man uh, relaxed and controlled, but also know that a lot of people believe in them and thinking back to some past experiences we used to have a left tackle uh senior that had a sophomore quarterback and um the only person i felt like that sophomore quarterback felt like he had to answer to at any time or or believe in is that is that senior offensive lineman who's uh looking right at him and and helping him out and uh, making him believe in himself but also keeping him grounded and humble at the same time so i think it's nice to see your name in the paper uh, but it's even uh, better to get the praise and the respect of the uh, older classmates that you're playing with and playing for. And I think uh, as long as that dynamic's there and that culture's there of support, I think that's uh, all a young kid really needs. And and coaching schematically, yeah, you might slow things down or not be as complicated or open it up as, as uh, flexible as, as some say in terms of giving them additional options. But uh I think it's more about the culture and the continuity of the team within that that helps keep young guys uh, grounded but confident at the same time. Yeah, and I think confidence is the key word there, Ryan, because I watched, as I said last year, Cade play that position, and as a freshman, 
the amount of confidence, not arrogance, but confidence he had in his ability and how to run that offense was pretty fun to watch. Let's go back to Thursday before we wrap up the first segment here as Muskego wins 52-14. to And if my crack research staff is correct, meaning me and Google, that's 39 in a row for Muskego. An impressive win as, again, you guys get ready to head into the upcoming conference season. Yeah, Kenosha's got uh, some really talented athletes that uh, gave us some issues at times in our games, and we had to make a few adjustments. But the one thing I would say is is the Warriors responded. They played well together. Uh, our community came out in, in, in huge uh, droves of people to, to pack the stands once again and, and have some fun you know, outside and, and do it safely, but uh, great turnout on youth night. And we thank our youth program for showing up and helping out with that whole process. And we recognized our girls state champion track team and, and all of that energy in the atmosphere. Our student section turned out in their eighties workout gear. That was kind of comical. And they were doing uh, bicep curls every time the Warriors scored. And so there's a lot of fun being had on Thursday night. And I think all that factored into the juice that you saw on the field and hopefully, uh, Hopefully our faith will keep turning out and, and helping these guys as they enter Class A play next week because they'll be tested by Waxer South, who's made some improvements over the last year and uh, have played two really close uh, ball games, won one and lost one. So uh, we got our hands full. All right, let's get to a break. On the other side of the break, let's actually run down how the rest of the show plays out. On the other side of the break, John Hansen, first-year coach at Greenfield High School, will be joining us. He'll be with us for two segments at 1045 Joey Timmy will be the first pick-and-save high school athlete of the week, so we'll get a chance to talk to Joey. At 11 o'clock, Mel Remnitz, the owner of CryoFit, will also be on hand to talk about what their organization brings to high school athletics and high school football, since that's what we're focused on right now. And we'll get to it all of that after this break. You're listening to... The Varsity Blitz High School Sports Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores right here on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back in. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Sports Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores right here on 1250 AM, The Fan, as we sit in Inside the Lakeland University studios, our thanks to Pick and Save, MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com, and Ideal Logos for their sponsorship. Don Wachilla sitting in for Mike McGivern, as we said, Mike on IR. So we went to the bullpen, and here I sit along with Ryan McMillan, the AD over at Muskego High School. And now we're pleased to jump over to the Great Midwest Bank hotline and bring in the head coach at Greenfield High School. It's Joe Hansen. Coach, how are you? I'm great, Don. Thanks for having me. Well, appreciate you jumping on. Got a great win last night over New Berlin West, 14-13. First win at Greenfield in your coaching career tenure now starting there. Just let me know how you're feeling this morning with all of that. Oh, wow. Uh, it, it was phenomenal. Um, you know, coming in last week, playing Martin Luther, um, you know, obviously – you want to get your first win as a head coach. And honestly, it was, it was a pretty disappointing um, performance for our guys. We just kind of ran out of gas. And it, it was kind of tough because we were up 
um, you know, pretty much all game. And then the fourth quarter came and we kind of lost it. So uh, that was a little disappointing, but it felt really good to get the win last night. Um, especially with what we're trying to build with our culture of, um, you know, being resilient. And um, I think a few years ago, um, and I told the guys this, it made me really proud. A few years ago, I think we would have got scored on, um, and I think we would have lost the game. And, um, you know, we had a bunch of great plays, um, and we ended up scoring pretty much right away. So um, I, I couldn't have been happier. Um, obviously, there's some, some glaring things we need fixed. Um, we are a really young team. Uh, but, yeah, other than that, I mean, it feels, it feels great. Uh, it's great to wake up with a W. Joe, before I let Ryan jump in here for a sec, when you talk about building resiliency and you go through camp and, you, you know, the kids start to build their confidence, but in essence outside of a scrimmage you're playing one another and then you play that first game and you take the L, how, how did you enable that team to not lose confidence that you had been building within them all through camp? Yeah, it's definitely hard, and especially uh, we came into um, our, our first scrimmage, um, you know, and it, it wasn't we, we went against some teams that are kind of depleted. You know, a lot of them don't have – they might only have one team. Um, so so it's really hard to get your kids to understand, um, you, you know, practices – we try to make our practices as difficult as possible, but there's no real um, – there's no real simulation for what it comes, you know, when it comes to game day. So, um, you know, that's one thing we've been working on with our, you know, um, just building that culture of um, just making sure sometimes I think we come in rather cocky because in practice, you know, everything goes great. Um, so after that Martin Luther loss, I think it was a good wake up call. Um, and we had these discussions in house um, that, you know, you know, the last couple of years, we've tended to come in places thinking that, you know, we were, you know, we were the real deal um, and got some wake-up calls. So I, it was just with a lot of these younger guys, um, it, it's hard It's hard to put all this hard work in um, and, and, like you said, take an L. Uh, but it's just, it, it's just that belief in yourself. And we have a lot of talks, whether it's beginning to practice, after practice, um, you know, reflecting on different things. And I'm, I'm a teacher, so that's a big part of my, my job. Um, you know, reflecting on how I did. And so I'm trying to incorporate that, that with my team as well. Um, hey, let's think about what we're doing wrong. Let's think about what we did right and what we need to do to get better. Um, and I think the guys did a really good job responding, um, especially with such a tough loss um, that first week. Um, but I think it's just all it's, it's encouragement and it's making sure that, um, you know, we understand we're, we're a good football team. Um, you know, it's just we got to take care of the little things um, and we can, we can do some really good things. Ryan, go ahead. Jump in. Yeah, Coach, are you a, you alluded to being a teacher? Are you a teacher in the building at Greenfield HS? Uh, I am not. I'm actually a teacher at Cut A High School, which is very interesting, uh, especially with them being you know one of those teams that we're kind of rivaled with every year. So, how difficult is it for you to manage everything, all the administrative duties and the you know the daily. Um, back and forth, and, and I'm sure you live somewhere in between or around the area. How is that in terms of time management for you and prepping for your classroom at one school and flying over to another and prepping practice there and then answering to the, the parents in both and the media and people like us? And What's your thoughts there? Yeah, no, it, it's definitely uh, it's a challenge. I, I, it's really weird. I'll, I'll talk to people and, you know, obviously they're like, oh, you teach at Cut A, you must coach football there. Um, and it's, it's always they're kind of like, oh, you teach it and coach at different places. And uh, I've kind of done that my whole career. 
Um, you know, I started at Rufus King when I was teaching at Cudahy, um, and then when Keith Ringelberg had the job opening um, at Greenfield, he, he pulled me on over. So um, I'm, I'm used to it as, as far as, um, you know, dealing with it. There are some very difficult times, um, you know, with that, with the position I'm in. Uh, but a lot of it's just being organized and making sure um, you know, I know what's going on. And, and there's, this has been so far, it's been kind of a roller coaster. Uh, there's been some really, really good days, and there's some days like, oh, crap, I forgot about that. Um, so there's always room to improve. But I think being organized um, and having a great staff um, really helps me. I know sometimes, depending on the weather, if we have to move practice up or move it back, um, you know, I have, I have two great coordinators um, that, are, that are more than willing um, to help me out and get practice started if I can't be there. Um, and just a great support staff. You know, I, I might send a text midday, hey, guys, I got a parent meeting after school. You know, I need you guys to take attendance for me. Um, I need you guys to get me started. So I think the, the biggest thing, honestly, it's, it's probably two parts. It's organization and just having a great staff. Um, and I've been lucky. We've had some changes, but um, especially at the coordinator position, um, we got two of the best with us, um, and I think that helps me a lot. I, I, I definitely could not do all this on my own. We're talking with Joe Hansen, the first-year head coach over at Greenfield High School, who got his first win last night as they beat New Berlin West 14-13. to Coach, with all of the interest in and around football from a safety perspective, and one of the things I'm sure you had to walk through the landmine over the past week especially has been the heat and humidity. How do you go about altering practice in order to, A, get your work done, but, B, to make sure that your team comes out of it as safe as possible? Yeah, definitely. Uh, safety is obviously our you know, first priority, especially, um, you know, with the last, uh, I guess you could say probably last five, ten years um, with concussions and uh, people, you know, getting really sick or dying from heat stroke and all that. Um, the simple answer is it's, it's a lot of – there's a lot of different protocols. Um, so our trainer, Ellen Wanta, um, She's all over the heat index. They got she's got this fancy little machine, and um, so she she knows all the numbers. So hey, coach, we, we got to be in shells today. We got to be in helmets. Um, and on top of that, you know, it was it was a big blow for us this week because uh, we had a really really good practice on Tuesday, um, and you know, I, I we we haven't really put together a full week yet. Um, so I was really excited for Wednesday, and then I get a text at 3:30, hey, we got to go helmets today. Um, and anyone who's a football coach knows that. Um, you, you need you need your days of contact. So that that was tough. You know that was just an example of our kids um, fighting through a difficult situation. Um, but obviously safety's first. So as much as I, I just want to be, hey, let's keep the pads on. You know, I, I care about these kids more about them being you know in life than necessarily um, winning football games. So uh, there's that. Um, sometimes we have to practice inside. Sometimes we have to either practice later or earlier. Um, obviously depending on weather. Um, so it, it, it's just kind of a balance of, you know, what things can we get done? Um, it, it's also planning, you know, if, if we're looking at the weather and we see that we have two days where it's going to be a hundred degrees, um, you know, we got to make sure we get all of our stuff in the day before. Um, and then the last couple of Thursdays, we went a little bit harder than we wanted to um, just because we got to get that hitting in. You know, I, I've seen, we've had some weeks where, you know, like in past years we've been rained out or, um, you know, stormed out for a couple of weeks, and we just do not come ready to go. Um, so it, it's a juggling act, um, and again, it comes back to um, just having a great staff around me and um, you know, kids, parents being willing to accommodate us. Um, you know, we have a good communication system. 
um, and parents are pretty understanding, especially when it comes to safety. So that's always a big help. Ryan? Yeah, I think that Coach said it well there, and, and the piece I take away is he's willing to listen to his sports medicine staff as they're even further ingrained in all of the protocols and safety measures that need to be taken, and a good head coach listens to all facets of his support staff, and sounds like Coach is getting that done, and I think the only other thing you could maybe do is adjust practice times and go really early or go really late and go under the lights and, and try and take at least one element in terms of the the humidity and, and UV light, take the UV light out of it. And and other than that, coach is doing a nice job. Yeah, that it's been an interesting transformation, I think, over the years. And, Coach, I want to continue that piece. I think you're going to hang around with us for one more segment. I want to continue that piece on how – the game, as far as practice has gone, has altered over the last, oh, you know, 5, 10, 15 years with regards to safety and talk about the adjustments you've had to make. So you're going to stick around one more segment with us? Yeah, definitely. Awesome. We're going to take a break. On the other side of the break, we'll continue our discussion with Joe Hansen, the first-year head coach at Greenfield High School. You're listening to the Varsity Blitz High School Sports Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores right here on 1250 AM, The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Selling a little... Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 
15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Oh yeah! It's poison, don't be cruel. It's my prerogative to do what I gotta do. Have a little sensitivity. Do me, baby. I wanna give up the right way, so what you gotta say? Oh no, she's a candy girl living in a half crazy world. That's the way I'm living, girl. Now every little step I take is another any heartbreak. My, my, my. Welcome back in once again. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Sports Show presented by your local pick and save stores. Don Wachilla sitting in for Mike McGivern, who's on IR. Ryan McMillan co-hosting once again this week. Thanks to our pick and save stores, MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com and Ideal Logos for their sponsorship of this show as we sit inside the Lakeland University studios and on the Great Midwest Bank hotline, Joe Hansen, the first-year head coach at Greenfield High School, who got his first win as a head coach at Greenfield last night, beating New Berlin West 14-13. to And, Coach, before we got to the break, we were talking about safety. We were talking about how things have grown in that area over the last 5, 10, 15 years. From the time you were playing high school ball to your inception into coaching, how have things changed for you? Because I'm sure many a times, as you said, as a teacher, and I can relate to this, you, you tend to do things the way you were taught sometimes, and it's hard really to, to flip it every once in a while because you get yourself into a routine. How did you go about altering the way you learn the game to the way we teach the game now? Yeah, it, it's definitely changed a lot. Um, and I, a couple coaches and I were actually talking about this the other day. Um, when I played high school ball, I mean, concussions were there, but um, it, it was funny because one of my other uh, coaches was like, yeah, the trainer would just say, all right, go home. Like, <laughs> you know, there, there wasn't this protocol. And, right. um, and we actually had a concussion last week, um, and he is still out. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's really different um, as far as the concussion stuff. And, you know, that's been brought on with uh, everything in CTE and, um, you know, everything that's going on at the pro level. Um, but it, it, it just takes – I'm a pretty open-minded guy. Um, I, I understand that things have to change, and, um, you know, there's some things I'm stubborn about, but when it all comes down to it, especially when you get the head coach responsibility, um, and it's the same thing I see every day in teaching, um, I need to look out for the best interests of the kids. So uh, it really hasn't been super difficult, um, you know, as far as um, just, you know, we have to be a lot more cognizant of, you know, head injuries and um, where I know when I played, unless – you know, you came and said, hey, I got my bell rung. Coaches really weren't looking for, oh, man, Hanson right. just got whacked. Yeah. Um, it, you know, you, it, it was more self-reporting. Now, as a head coach, you got to kind of watch. Um, and, um, hey, hey, man, I just saw um, Johnny just get, you know, just get drilled in the head. You got to go check him out, or our trainer will do that. Um, a lot of stuff with uh, mandatory water breaks. 
Um, I know when I was in high school, I mean, even kind of in college, um, it, it, w- it really wasn't okay to be like, hey, coach, I need water. Um, you kind of, you know, you push through it, and then when yeah. you got your water break, you got it. Um, now we're at the point where, and I tell my kids all the time, um, if you need water, go get water, right? Um, if you don't feel well, take yourself out, go see the trainer. Um, and I think nowadays there's just a lot more of that safety um, where, I don't know, I remember, you know, I, I got pretty dehydrated sometimes. Um, and just as a player, I was almost scared to ask for a water break. You know, yeah. it just wasn't the norm. Um, so I think that's a big thing. Um, a thing we talk to our kids a lot about is preparing your body for physical activity. Um, unfortunately, especially with no school, um, some of our kids are getting up at 3 o'clock for a 3.45 practice. Um, and it, it just it's not, it doesn't work. you got to be hydrated all day. you got to eat. Um, so we're just a lot more mindful of all that stuff. Um, and then another thing, um, you know, that's been, been difficult and more just in the last couple of years, um, you know, when I was in high school and college, you pushed through being sick, you know, you didn't feel well, you pushed through, you know, there'd be times you'd be throwing up at practice, um, cause that was just the way it was. Now, um, you know, we're at the point where, Hey, if you feel sick, just text me, let me know. And we don't want you to go to practice because of COVID and everything like that. Um, so it's, it's, it, it's hard to deal with sometimes when, um, and it's the right way to go about it. Um, but it's hard to deal with it sometimes when you got three or four players that you depend on. Hey, coach, I don't feel well today. I'm going to stay home. Um, you know, obviously we have to go through all the correct protocols and stuff. Um, but, you know, that's, that's a big challenge as well. Just um, it's a little, a little more soft nowadays um, and with good reason, all right, because it's all about safety. Um, you know, and then the last one I think that's big difference is less contact in practice. Um, I know when I was in high school and college, um, we hit all the time. Um, now it's, we, you got to kind of watch that. So um, it, it's kind of changing the game because, honestly, sometimes I think, um, you know, especially like when we're not in pads, we obviously can't hit. Um, it, it, it's hard to go to a game when you only have maybe a couple days of, of full tackling contact under your belt um, and health and safety restrictions kind of affected that as well. We're talking with Joe Hansen, the first-year head coach at Greenfield High School. Joe, I want to sneak one more question in before I let Ryan jump in. With regards to the whole safety protocol, I was up at Madison last week watching the open scrimmage with the Badgers, and they're doing some really unique things as far as the safety protocol goes, wearing like a padded shell over their helmet to prevent uh, concussions and so forth. And all of those are great ideas, but I guess what I'm what I'm getting at is how long does those advances, how long does it take before they hit the high school uh, scene? Because it, let's face it, it's financial. And in order to get that stuff, you've got to pay for that stuff. And a lot of high schools don't necessarily have the financial means to jump on board right away. How long do those advances usually take to kind of trickle on down to the high school level? Yeah, I, and I can't, I can't speak to when colleges started doing this. Um, we've seen it, I think, in the last three years. I remember going to Brookfield Central for a scrimmage. Um, and I'm like, what do those guys have on their heads? Um, and I, I think they're called guardians. Um, but so I think about three years ago is when I saw them. So I, I can't speak to when they started, you know, using those in college. Sure. Um, but you're 100% correct. Money is is a big issue when it comes to a lot of those safety things. And I know um, those those guardians are the the next thing on the list. Um, you know, it's it, it just it's difficult with all the different things you know that we have to spend money on and our budget. Um, but you know, I I, I think. 
that's what, you know, a lot of times we see stuff in the pros, then colleges get it, you know, maybe five years later, um, and then probably about five years later, just a guess for me, um, that's when high school teams start getting that stuff. And, um, you know, it just comes down to the NFL has a lot more money to spend on that. College has a lot more money, and it just kind of trickles down um, as things get when, – when things are less new, usually they're a little bit cheaper. Um, so <laughs> – you know, I think well, that's one thing, you know, I want to I want to start get, uh, investing on, especially in, you know, this year, next year. Um, you know, I honestly have no idea how much it, those costs. But um, w- when it comes to safety, like I've said before, um, you know, there, there's nothing that's too good for our kids. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it, as we keep getting these technological advances, um, they're making the game safer. It, it's good because right now, um, you know, I, you know, some of the powerhouse schools maybe don't have, uh, issues with kids, but I know a lot of schools around here um, were really struggling to get kids to come out for football, and some of it is um, just they're not into it anymore. It's too much work, um, but some of it definitely is parents are worried about their kids' safety. So I think this kind of stuff is great um, because the more we can give, you know, more the less excuses we can give to a parent of why their kid can't play football, um, it's only going to grow the game, and that's that's what we're looking to do. Yeah, fair enough, Ryan. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, as, as you look at the advancements in, in the NFL and college, I think it's important that high schools uh, focus on what can they control and what can they do to help kids uh, be safer. And I think uh, a comprehensive strength and conditioning program that's around the clock, 365, is, is one of those big things. A sports medicine uh, team that's on site and in your building every day uh, to help with all the little preventative maintenance that can go into preventing things like concussions and, you know, neck strength and focus, mm-hmm. and then trying to train the mind because uh, and, and really zeroing in on focus and and your body's going to go where the head goes, and when your mind's on, your body will respond. Um, and trying to get that visual acuity and some of those other little things to teach the contact, teach the physicalness of the game, but do it in different ways. Maybe it's on a bag, maybe it's on a pad, and maybe it's footwork, but really focusing on where you, your body needs to be and how to be to be safer. And and uh, that continued education, and I just think back to like the Pete Carroll uh, webinar series, reteaching uh, the game of tackling and everything else um, can go a long way at the high school level. Joe, before, before we let you go here, Talk a little bit about your team and some of the leaders um, that you're you're counting on as the season moves forward. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we got we're we you know we have some we have some good senior leadership, um, and we have you know four captains. We have Xavier Serrano. Um, he's he's an O line D line guy. Um, Marcellus Satterfield, um, and he's actually he's one of those feel good stories. He's one of those kids who just came out for football last year. Um, he's a, you know, an all state wrestler, um, and he is explosive. He's, he's one of our DNs. Um, and on top of that, he's a vocal guy. Um, so he, he's someone that really, really helps lead our team. Um, you got JC Compton, who is our quarterback. Um, and he's taken a step up, um, from last year, as far as what we ask him to do, because with our offense, there's a lot of reads, um, and he, he's improving on those reads. Um, and then we have Jaquan Redding, um, who's actually a junior captain, captain um he plays some safety for us and then he's kind of an all-purpose guy he's the guy who broke that long touchdown last night um you know and it's just we need to he's one of those guys we need to get the ball um so you know coach morrow our oc um, does a great job of thinking of ways that we can get him involved in the offense as much as possible because you guys know um you got to get your guys involved 
Um, you got to get your playmakers the ball. Um, so, so we do a really good job um, with our senior leadership. Um, and, and again, I, you know, I can't stress this enough. You've heard me mention it two or three times. It, it, it's a culture thing, you know, um, that, that leadership. We, we stress a lot of more, I know it's probably cliche to say, but a lot more life lessons um, and just building young men um, as well as football players. Um, so I think our kids are really starting to buy. And this, this all started with Keith Ringelberg um, when we took the program over. But, um, you know, we came into a program that uh, the kids, you know, they, we, they, they weren't very disciplined. Um, and I think this, you know, this culture we're trying to impose is, um, is uh, it, it's a great thing for our kids just as students and as players. Um, so I know uh, – as far as, you know, how our players are looking, um, we're very, very young, um, but there's a lot of talent. So when, when they start getting that um, leadership and experience, I think uh, we could be a scary team. Coach, one last question. When you talk about this culture, on the other side of the break, we're going to do our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. And Joey Timi, one of your athletes, is that Student Athlete of the Week. And he might necessarily be – one of your playmakers on the field, but I think in looking and listening to his resume, I think he's a really important piece to the culture that you're trying to build over there at Greenfield. For sure. Um, and that's why when, when, when I talked to Mike about this, um, I, I recommended him because he's, I, I've never met a more of a team guy, um, you know, and we've mentioned it to the team, you know, whether he was there or not, um, I think there was one practice he was gone for, and we talked about just watching his energy. Yes, Coach. I've, I've asked him. He's, you know, he's probably uh, five, six, 140 pounds. Um, and I said, hey, team, you want to play O-line? Will you jump in? He'll jump in at scout, on Scout O. You know, he, he's a, he's a whatever-you-need coach um, on top of that, you know, just being a great kid um, on and off the field. Um, and he takes care of it in the classroom. I think he got a 35 on his ACT. Um, I know he's got a high three-point GPA. Um, he's just he's we, he, he's won. We have an award at the end of the year we call Heart of the Hawk, um, and he's won it the last two years. Um, he's an exceptional exceptional young man, um, and he, you know we could have a hundred guys like him. We'd be we'd be very good because he's just he's a team guy, um, and I could not be more proud of how he's um, stepped up his role um, despite not probably getting as many snaps as he might. Can't wait to talk to him on the other side of the break. Coach, thanks for your time this morning. Congratulations on your first win and hope you have continued success as the season moves forward. All right, thanks. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. That's head coach Joe Hansen from Greenfield High School, the Hustlin' Hawks, getting their first win last night, and he was joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. We're going to take a break, and on the other side of the break, as we said, we'll bring in Joey Timmy, the Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week, and we'll do it right after this. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Sports Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores right here on 1250 AM, The Fan. So who is this week's Student Athlete of the Week? Who's making a difference in their community, in their classroom, and on the court? Let's meet the Pick and Save High School Student Athlete of the Week, brought to you by your local Pick and Save stores where Wisconsin saves on groceries. All right, welcome back in. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Sports Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores right here on 1250 The Fan. I'm Don Wachillis sitting in for Mike McGivern. Ryan McMillan is also on hand. As always, we thank our pick-and-save stores for sponsoring our student athlete of the week. And that 
aforementioned student athlete, uh, athlete, he says five times fast, of the week is Joey Teamy over at Greenfield High School. Joe, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me, guys. Well, we appreciate you coming on, and I think there are a lot of people on that football team and within the confines of the school itself that are very appreciative of what you do both on the field and in the classroom. So, Joe, what is it about football that draws you to it? Because obviously you're having success in the classroom, but you've got this passion, obviously, for football. What's drawn you to the game of football? Um, there's just there's a ton of camaraderie in the sport. Having such a big team and so many players on the field, um, I think it really takes brotherhood to be successful. And that's what our team has done very well the last couple of years is be really strong with our bond and just uh, love each other and work for each other every day. So I really enjoy that. Joe, taking AP classes is is a daunting task in and of itself. There's a lot of work involved. How do you, how do you time manage? Because that has to be one of the keys to your success is the ability to manage your time in taking care of your business. How did you learn just basic time management skills in order to get all this stuff done? Yeah, um, I think the key is to find time whenever whenever you have it. Any little moments that you have to study or do work and keep up with your work in the uh, classroom, I think you just got to take advantage of all the time that you have outside of sports. So just not wasting any moments that you have to work on school because that's another huge commitment too. Fair enough. We're talking to Joey Timmy, our Pick and Save High School Athlete of the Week. Ryan? Joe, what, uh, just out of curiosity, what AP classes are you in right now? Um, this year I'm taking AP Calculus and then AP Language uh, and Communication. So, Joe, what do you foresee your uh, future being? Because not your average Joe signs up for AP Calculus. I can tell you right now I want nothing to do with that. <laughs> Me either. Um, but... Uh, where do you think that, that payoff's going to be, or, or what do you foresee yourself uh, moving forward in, in your professional career, if you will? Um, yeah, math has always been my strong suit in school. So uh, of all the advanced classes I could take, the main ones that I've always been doing were math. So this past year I was in AP Statistics, and the next one up would just be AP Calculus. And I, I want to take advantage of the strength in math in school, so I'm just trying to keep that going along. Uh, in the future, I'm interested in going to a four-year college and doing something that involves maybe um, a combination of business and math or finance, specifically in math, or just something where I can not let the math talent go to waste. Joe, have you ever heard of actuarial science? Yes, actually I have, and that was, that was one major that I've been interested in. I've done a lot of research on that. Well, that's good. If you can do it, go do it. Cause uh, one of our quarterbacks in my in my past, he uh, went down to Drake University and double majored and and pulled off the actual actuarial science. And he uh, he's gonna do just fine for himself. So uh, I wish you the best. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's an incredible resume already to be a high school student doing some of the things that you're doing. Joe, I'm gonna ask for your prediction here before we let you go as you look forward seeing how this team has come together 
How do you feel like the season's going to progress for you guys? Um, yeah, just seeing, obviously, we lost week one, and it was kind of a rude awakening. And going into last night, I think everybody understood we don't really want to run into that same feeling of being down, losing a game that we feel like we should win. So seeing how we came together, we have guys coming back that uh, missed the first couple games. I feel good about our season. I think I think we are strong enough um, with our bond and our work ethic that if we just put it all together, I think we'd have, we could have a really successful season. Joe, I'll tell you what. I, I think one of the reasons why I enjoy filling in for Mike McGivern on this show are segments like this because too many a times we turn on the news or – read the newspaper and we see what's wrong in the world and it's kids like you that is what's right in the world so congratulations on your success continued success mr mcgivern will get in touch with you about heading over to your local pick and save store to get your award and we wish you nothing but the best moving forward thanks for joining us here this morning thanks so much for having me guys that's Joe Timmy, our Greenfield High School, or a member of the Greenfield High School football team. He's our pick-and-save student athlete of the week and joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. As we head to the top of the hour and get ready for our number two, we'll take a break. And on the other side of the break, we'll bring in Mel Remens, the owner of CryoFit, and talk about what CryoFit can do for you, the listener, but also for our high school athletes, and we'll get to Mel next. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Sports Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores right here on 1250 AM, The Fan. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.